Hi everyone. If you like what you've been hearing, please consider subscribing to the Patreon at patreon.com backslash Hegelbon. That's H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. The Patreon's really the lifeblood of the podcast. It lets me dedicate the time that I need to play the games, to talk to our guests, to really set everything up and, and make everything as sharp as it is. Um, without it, uh, no cartridge really wouldn't exist the way it does today. If you don't like monthly pledges, I totally get it. Uh, there's also paypal.me backslash Hagelbon, and we can try and figure something out there. Or you can email me at nocartridgeaudio at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, and I will try and answer your emails as quickly as I can. Thanks so much for your support, and enjoy the show. Audio. My name is Trevor Strunk, Hagelbon on Twitter, and I have with me today uh, two, two uh, well, you guys aren't new to talking of, on podcasts, uh, and no. also not new about talking about video games, but you're sort of like, you've been you've been thrust into the uh, into the left gaming scene, a, a, a vanishingly small scene, as I think you'll find. Uh, <laughs> I but, think there's uh, only like three of us. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be us, and then, um, you know, Kane and Rint sometimes does some stuff, and uh, yeah, it's, it's not, and... Um, yeah, there there are a couple others, uh, but yeah, not not a not a ton of lefty gaming. Um, but, uh, the 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 two hosts of uh, among other things the Means TV uh, YouTube series uh, Left Trigger. Welcome to to Bryn and Chris. Hi, thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, really happy to have you guys. Um, so uh, first off, uh, introduce yourselves. I I. I I don't know. I'm, I'm sure a lot of my audience is familiar with you. I, I know we have a lot of mutuals, um, but but um, but who 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 are you? What, what's what 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 do you do? What is your what's your passion in life? Uh, why do you like gaming uh, so much? Oh no, that's a hard question. Uh, so uh, I'm Bryn. Um, I well, who am I? We are hosts of... Uh, we're podcasters. We're podcasters. <laughs> we're hosts of Beep Beep Lettuce, uh, a sort of meme weed-focused, pothead-focused uh, communist show. Uh, <laughs> um, Very cool. And yeah. uh, we started podcasting last year, Last summer in August, about, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it was a thing to do that I felt that we would be okay at. Um we kind of started because we would have a lot of arguments with uh, our other hosts in general <laughs> and we were all working on like making stupid jokes online and we all like had pretty successful meme pages and uh it just sort of felt like you know we could do podcasting and like no one's really sort of podcasting about organizing and like mm. unions and like sort of the more in-depth actual work on the ground that is because like people were doing that like there's definitely podcasts that are very 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 serious about left you know leftist organizing and leftist yeah. like praxis or whatever and then there's like there was funny 
podcasts that were sort of more general, sort of like ideas and nihilists and like not really interested in that kind of stuff or just didn't really th thought it was kind of lame to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So we were no, like, I totally what, if we, what if we talk about like what's actually what we should actually do, but also be stupid and funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of our show. Yeah. Like at the start, it was we kind of thought of it as like almost like a drive time radio show like that dumb of humor nice and it, it, it evolved a little bit from there but it's like a very very much like uh we want to talk about serious topics like communism and unions and organizing and revolution but we also really want the show to be funny because you know we, life sucks people. yeah we, we <laughs> live in hell world joking around is fun it's great to be able to put on a podcast and laugh with your parasocial friends yeah so hopefully we can make that happen for people yeah i i totally hear you like it it one of the things I, I've talked about uh, a lot with um, – I think I was talking about this with um, with Brian – it was either Brian or Brett. I, I was out – I they were nice enough to invite me to one of their shows, and we, we did a little bit uh -huh. uh, at the live street fight in Philly. And um, we were chatting about, about, like, just, like, basically the scene and, and, every, and everyone in it and, like, you know, all the people who were, who were around and all the friends you could make and stuff like that. And it was, like it, – at a certain point, it was, like, man, it's it's – it's interesting how this scene basically like if we just are like willing to do it, we can just have a lot of fun and it can be good. <laughs> like we could just kind of be chill and have fun. Um, and yeah. it was a weird, it was a weird realization. I think, especially from being on left Twitter where it's like, Oh, no one can ever have fun. Like we're not. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I think that's, I think that is uh is a noble, a noble goal. Um, well, thank you. So, so that is Bryn. You, you are Bryn. Um, mm -hmm. and, and Chris, uh, who, who are you? Uh, I mean, same thing. I'm a podcaster. I guess I uh, <laughs> am a sometimes gamer. I don't know if I ever would have qualified myself as like a hardcore gamer, but I definitely grew up playing NES and 64, Game Boy. Uh, sure. I just got a Switch recently, uh, dipped into Steam games a few years ago because I never had a, had a PC, so I wasn't able to play as many like games on games on the computer but i've gotten into that more recently too nice cool so um moving on to left trigger you guys that your first episode was on um the 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 very um i'm trying to find the nicest way to say this the, the complete completely non-political <laughs> yeah that's the that's the very ubisoft way of saying it um yeah, yeah the 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 game that is not political at all, that everyone knows is not political um, and has no politics, The Division 2. Um, <laughs> I'm just interested. So, like, I think probably the best way to get people an idea of what Left Trigger is, because I watched a bit of it, and it, it's it's funny. I like it, and it's it's enjoyable. You, you described it as sort of Thanks. game grumpsy to me, and I think that kind of fits. Yeah. Uh, um, but I think one of the things that might help people understand what you're up to what so like can you describe a little bit about what you thought of the division two <laughs> well uh yeah the division two i wanted to do as well it was well, the first one i pitched to means tv because i we sort of i always liked uh watching youtube content like this super mega and game grumps and stuff yeah um and all those shows it's always kind of been my one of my favorite things on the internet to watch and um I was like, you know, there there should be a show like this um, because all the shows like that, while they're funny, like are either non-political. Uh, some of them try to toe the line of like 
liberal identity politics and wokeness, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But most of them are just hard right. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> explicitly <laughs> just <laughs> racist. Um, yeah. Because because PewDiePie is like the number two or number one. Like for a while, he was the most subscribed to channel on YouTube. That's right. And that's yeah. basically what he does is Let's Plays. And he also is incredibly cozy with the far right and like likes Jordan Peterson follows yeah. like so, everyone alt right on Twitter. So yeah. I was like, I was like, I'd love to have a show like this where we just do that and try and be as funny and as like, you know, just play the game as possible, but be unable to control our, uh, our outrage at being <laughs> shot in the face with a, sh- with a gun made out of ideology. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair so, enough. So the, so the first one I we thought would be funny would was the division two because that one sort of had um, an actual backlash by being an incredibly bootlicking ideological game, um, but pretending like it absolutely wasn't like it was just another hey you know you're a hero and you saved the people and you know it's a game it's a it's just a game you know yeah um, yeah and and so I, we th- I, oh go ahead sorry. Oh, so we decided to play that one and sort of just see if we could figure out what its politics were trying to even be. <laughs> Did you succeed? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like <laughs> that game is very, very obviously of the, you know, sort of status quo, imperialist, um, cop-loving Americana type of thing the sort mm-hmm. of power fantasy of having an excuse to be a fascist mm-hmm. like yeah. a weird a weird sort of supernatural reason why being a fascist is cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know i like i played i played the division two for like five minutes because someone got me a uh someone was like hey i have an extra code for the for the beta if you want to try it and i was like oh i guess i should try it <laughs> all right um and it like I didn't like it. Like, I was just like, I'm not, this doesn't do anything for me. But, like, part of why I didn't like it was because, like, instantly when you when you look at the situation you're in, right? Like, it's immediately obvious what the game wants you to think. Like, oh, no, yes. the barbarians are <laughs> at the gates. And now now you have to be, like, now you have to be super hard. And, and you can, you know, you don't enjoy shooting people. But this is the only thing you can do to help protect your, you know your friends who lost like a kid or whatever. Like they, they like, they lay on the pathos in the most like terrible Mm. way. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean, it's hard to say if some, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if some of the designers actually are like, uh, 14 words type people, (laughs) you know what I mean? I thought of that, but yeah, sure. We need to protect, a future for our white children or whatever the fuck. Cause yeah, that's the, like what the game is. The classic 14 mm-hmm. words we, we uh, know because of Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And no other reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right. Like it's, it is. So the division two was kind of like a fascinating game for me. And I was glad to see you did it because, and this, this maybe speaks to the, the way that you are like kind of pushing back against, um, classic uh let's play uh youtubing where like the division two got a huge pass uh in a lot of circles because it was like people liked it as a looter shooter Mm -hmm. and so like all of a sudden what you'd see was people being like oh cool like this game's really good like they finally got it right like the division finally made good on the promise of a good looter shooter 
Um, a cover shooter. Yeah, or a cover shooter, right? It's sort of it's sort of like it sort of exists as both. Where like, right? Um, you're kind of it's a little more it's a little more cover shooter than something like Destiny. It it kind of like operates in more of a like a it feels more like a an actual shooter than something like um, I'm trying to think of other loot games, but. Like Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good example. Yeah, it it, it kind of combined a lot of those genres really well, and I think people just like were really pleased about that and willing to be like, yeah, okay, like I'm down. This game rules. Um, yeah, mechanically, it's not like a bad game. No, and maybe that's the problem, right? Where it's like <laughs> mechanically, it doesn't really matter if it's a good or bad game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That seems to be like that seems to be the place where I and most of the internet differ. Where um, I don't really so much care if a game like that is mechanically good. Like it, it's mechanically fine. It's not special uh, necessarily. It's okay. Sure. Um, but it it's really like the ideology in it is like really really crummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, fucking scary. Honestly, yeah. but like that to me, like that kind of argument is like saying like. Hey, American Sniper has great acting. <laughs> yeah. It has great cinematography. Like everyone really knocked it out of the park on that. And it's like, yeah, but the the what <laughs> the show is about like how good murdering brown people is. Like yeah. you can't make an argument for that. Um Right. And so I feel like with video games, we're living in a world where every movie is as ideologically terrible and horrifying as American Sniper. Yeah, <laughs> or at least and, all like the big, the big budget ones. <laughs> you know right. What I mean, like, and yeah. and and every once in a while, something that's like kind of lib will be like, come out, and people will flip out and be mad about it. It's like this is, this is gay shit or whatever, <laughs> and it's like yeah, yeah. When there's like non-white uh, so characters can, in it or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like the uh, was it was it the was it the Total War Rome? Uh, I think it was Total War Rome, where like they put in female generals and everyone like lost their minds. <laughs> yeah, it's not historically accurate. <laughs> and then the historian said it was, and they were like, "Well, it's not if you if you count the numbers uh, by proportion, it's not historically accurate." Like, oh yeah, yeah. It feel would, historically it accurate it to me. It wouldn't actually be you. <laughs> wouldn't be the general who was the woman you probably would have never seen that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it it reminds me of uh um uh, something um my friend uh my friend Zeno always cites uh when she's talking about um a lot of times it's when she's talking about like imagery in games or games that are like uh feelings about games as opposed to like the actual sort of reality in them like when people feel a certain way um uh-huh. it's a it's a clip from a um from a gun like a, i think it was i think it's like a gun youtube uh um she's into military history so she apologetically enjoys those but the um <laughs> like with, with many with many sort of genuflections enjoys them but the um uh the, <laughs> the line was like they were holding two guns and and uh they weighed the same um but he says like the, the person who's holding them says like the ar-15 uh to me feels heavier so it is heavier to me which like, is just oh, weird. the funniest, the funniest <laughs> idea to me in the world, where it's like this just feels more to me. I'm like I, I am, I'm invested in this being more. Um, that's sort of that's sort of like what video games do to me, where it's like people will just be like, yeah, "This is more now." Like I think, I think yeah, yeah. this is this is stronger, um, or this is more historically accurate than the other thing. Yeah. Right. Um, um, so uh, can I ask you, how do you like, I think one of the, the hardest things about doing, 
Well, the hardest, one of the hardest things about doing like gaming in a, like a, a left attitude at all is, um, you know, finding your audience, but like, um, and I mean, it's not impossible. There are left gamers and they want to listen, but like, it's not as built in, right? Like it's not as immediately built in. I think the other thing that seems really difficult to me is, um, you know, how do you, so you sort of, you, 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 you were talking about the ways like, um, the idea that like saying the cinematography is great and stuff like that doesn't excuse, uh, the ideology or doesn't mask the ideology in any real way, which I, I would agree with, um, with something like American Sniper. Um, uh-huh. but how do you make the argument, like, how do you make a leftist argument? Like, what is, what is, what is in your mind, like, the way you can actually make the argument for a more left viewing of these things? I mean, if you're not, if you're not going to the form, um, but you're in fact going to, like, the content, the ideology, like, how do you go about doing that? Um, that's not a challenge. It's more just, like, an explain <laughs> it, explain it to the audience. I believe you can, but I'm just... <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess it's, like, just having a uh, a less top-down view of, like, the content of the games, because these are all, like, especially the kind of games we're talking about, like The Division 2, mm-hmm. massive, you know, million-dollar, multi-million-dollar productions by a corporation. So they're like, well, we want to have something that's cool and, like, appeals to the masses and, like, isn't controversial. Like, that's something we talk about, like, later in the in the series. I don't think it's aired yet, but that it's, like, it's weird that, like, to the a corporation, like, the division two like seems like it won't be controversial because it's like most people will be fine playing as like a secret division of the U S military and (laughs) killing people. And it's like, you know, most Americans are like, Oh yeah, the army's good. You know, soldiers are good when they're defending people. So to have a pushback against that and be like, this should be controversial. Like this should be illegal to make maybe, or like (laughs) shouldn't be, we should spend like the time and effort of artists on something way more interesting and, with a better ideology. Well, I think I think I I think that as long as I've been watching video game stuff, there's been, you know, this sort of internet-wide pushback of like criticizing anything. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember back in like the I don't know, er, like early 2010 or whatever, like cracked Crack. You remember that that uh, website cracked? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I guess it still exists, but um, <laughs> it used to be. Crack better. didn't go anywhere. We still have. We still have it. <laughs> yeah, but all the all the people who are on it that made it interesting went left. Yeah, they're gone. Or got fired. <laughs> so, but they were trying to make this point, and it wasn't even a leftist point. The point was, propaganda is fucking everywhere. Everything you ingest affects the way you perceive the world. And that's like a fact. And they just were having to like stomp their foot down and be like, <laughs> this is imp- this is important to understand that if you're looking at it and you're taking it in, it is affecting the way you look at the world. Mm-hmm. It's designed to do so often by gun companies or the actual U.S. military mm-hmm. or the CIA like are affecting the way games are made and the way that, you know, superhero movies are made. Right. Like you can look at the facts, you know, this not it's not a it's not a conspiracy or some like woo woo psychology bullshit of like, oh, you know, if you look at a bike, you might want a bike more. It's like <laughs> <laughs> people are paying money to have their brand of guns in specific video games. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, for right. a reason. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't I think I think even trying to 
attack the the de- the defense of that, like trying to engage with the argument that nuh-uh, it doesn't matter, is already putting yourself on the back foot. Mm-hmm. So I don't even really feel the need to like argue that you know propaganda is effective because like Edward Bernays showed that it was a hundred years ago. Like right. it's it's already fine. So <laughs> for me, coming out of game, I think the I think the question more is like, how do I make effective propaganda uh, that it is important Mm -hmm. and that all of this stuff does matter? Mm. Um, And for me, I think that's just saying, okay, well, I don't want to like present a boring critique because I I find this on YouTube a lot that like, you know, cuck philosophy, contrapoints, Sean, HB bomber guy or whatever, like all these people are like, trying really hard and doing really good work and no shade to them or anything but they're i i think mostly preaching to the choir sure Um, it does feel like that sometimes yeah and and like you know you're not gonna watch an hour-long video of some like you know wafy boy who's like clearly a liberal or a leftist like talking about why this person that you like is bad Mm -hmm. like no one's good. I don't feel like that's really like. I have seen like occasional posts where it's like, oh, H bomber guy or contrapoints like stop me from going yeah, to the yeah, right. No, I, mean, like, I, I do think it's sometimes. great to have out there. I, no shade at all. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want to say that. But my my approach that I wanted to take with this was like, the game is the game, and if you like the game or you want to watch people gaming, that's what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna like make a a point by point thing of like. Here, let me explain to you why all of this is wrong and all this is bad and you shouldn't play the Division 2 or we have to do a hand-wringy thing about, like, partaking in this and if that's a bad thing or if that's a good thing. Right. I'm just going to play the game and with all the research and, like, reading and, like, decades of ideology I've done, experience this for the first time mm-hmm. and say, this is who I am and this is the way I – this is what I think is funny – and this is what I think is absurd in our culture and and say, like, OK, I'm presented with being a cop. <laughs> I think that's insane. My reaction is what the fuck is happening? Who are these and, people I'm killing? And I think if you if you're just presented with someone reacting that way, it's like, oh, yeah, why? Why? Why would they react that way? Why? Why is she saying this is crazy? And then mm-hmm. you have to, like, kind of reckon with that yeah. on a more personal level, which is, I think, the way more people kind of change their opinions anyway someone they like tells them that maybe they're hurting their feelings or maybe they're Mm -hmm. doing something wrong you know most people have some level of empathy so i think that's might be a better way to sort of subvert the the calculus there yeah yeah and something that kind of occurred to me about like the whole ecosystem of like let's plays and twitch and all these like things is that it depends how much of a you know you're able to play every game that comes out but for Mm -hmm. most people they'll watch other people play a lot more games than they actually will play themselves i mean i know that's true of me like just if you watch let's plays on youtube over time and don't like buy every like modern triple a game that comes out like you might only experience it by watching somebody else play it so you're even removed from the chance to like take a neutral approach to it and just play it yourself and see what happens you watch somebody else who has you know a vested interest uh, in being as neutral or apolitical, quote unquote, as possible, which really just means like not challenging any of the ideology in the game, or like <laughs> maybe they wouldn't. Most of them wouldn't even want to. You know, it's like most yeah. of the people who get into like well, they streaming. Know how on, to. Yeah, they don't have to. They're not like 
they're not political in that sense where they would want to like challenge the ideology of a game. So like sure. somebody watching somebody have a different response to a game and rather than just like, Oh yeah, it's fun. Cause here's how you shoot people <laughs> can be pretty powerful. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think like, you know, there's something, there's something kind of compelling about thinking about games crit, not as, and I mean, like this isn't, you know, obviously I, I try to kind of split the difference. So I have no, I have no, bad feelings towards like more heady games crit like i just watched oh no mm-hmm. well so i'll give i'll give an example of what i what I, actually i was going to give an example of a heady games crit and then i realized actually it's a better example of what works um so i'll save it but the, uh like it's i think like you know it's kind of cool to think about games crit where it's like just a couple people with you with an ideology that you can actually not be immediately distrustful of playing the game. Like, I, I think, like, w- <laughs> w- one of the things that maybe a lot of people are familiar with um, in playing games is this feeling that, like, oh, like, th- these people are uh, maybe really bad. Um, like, I, sh- yeah. I need <laughs> to really watch myself because the people I'm listening to on uh, this YouTube right now might be really horrible people. And yeah, uh, racists or rapists or whatever. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Like it, and, and it's not like, it's not even a hypothetical thing. It's like, I'm worried that that's the case. Like that is what I'm, I'm getting <laughs> myself into here. Um, yeah. And I think what's, what's cool about imagining like a leftist version of that is you can actually kind of like take down that defense uh, hypothetically um and sort of like say, okay, what's the game doing? Um, yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, it's it's empowering in a certain way. Um, Definitely. Because like I, so I was uh, the 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 example I, I thought of, and it's it's kind of like it's a, it's a very weird one. But um, I was watching uh, a buddy of mine linked me to a YouTube of uh, this guy. I forget his name. I I should know his name, but um, it was a dude talking about uh, this speed running record that had been made in Doom. And, uh, oh, is ba- it uh, Summoning Salt? No, it's not. Uh, actually, you know what? I will. I'll look this up while we're chatting because I'm okay. I'm kind of interested in in who it was because it was really good. But basically, the um, the the discussion was about uh, the the level in Hanger um, or the level Hanger where um, mm-hmm. basically uh, actually you know I'm gonna find it this way. Um, but, you know, it's the first level in Doom. I'm sure most people yes. have played it at some point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the uh, the record for twenty years was um, was oh, what was the record? It was nine seconds. Nine seconds was the record. So that was like that was that was it. You you could hit nine seconds, and that was like considered to be mechanically the the best you could do. Um, and I remember this. And yeah. someone hit eight seconds, and it was a big deal. Um, and so he started the he started it by saying like, yeah, you know, um, this is crazy that no one's been. No one's been talking about this. Uh, it's it's uh, you know these these uh, oh it's Carl Jobst, Carl J O B S T, um, Carl with a K. But uh, he was talking about it and he was saying you know the 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 video game like you know any any gaming website any games journalism isn't covering this and immediately I start wondering I'm like oh geez is this guy going to go Ethics into ethics and games journalism? Yeah, is this guy <laughs> going to go into a thing about like what they should be covering or what they are covering? But instead, what he actually does is he's like. Maybe I can start, like, maybe it's just because they don't understand how impressive it is. So, like, let me explain this a little bit. And, like, as the video went on, I started trusting him more. And by the end of the video, I was, like, 
totally amazed because he had he had broken down like what is so impressive about these runs why the difference between nine and eight seconds is such a big deal why it took so long to get there like all the developments that took place but there's something like very i mean there's something in that that is very technical where like i start to trust him because i'm like oh he has an argument here he has a an arc there's something he's doing with his work uh whereas if it's like a let's play it's a lot harder to to figure out when to start trusting the let's players, like when to start start let down, letting down your guard. Like, oh, they're not going to just like casually drop the n word or do a racist caricature, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are kind of doing a thing where you uh, you you kind of say from the get go, like, we're not going to do a bunch of racist caricatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, unless we're allowed. Uh, <laughs> no, no. You gotta ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah yeah yeah, i mean yes exactly uh you know i we have we're saying from the get-go like we are communists Mm -hmm. we are people who believe in equality and democracy for everybody uh we don't believe in imperialism and we don't believe in you know capitalism and so that's the baseline you know you please critique us for other things you (laughs) uh you know in the comments on the very first video people were like uh actually uh calling it a body type instead of a gender is woke and you make fun of that. So it's like, okay, sorry. Like yeah. <laughs> we were just making a joke. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, but, but you know, you, they, it, no one was mad because like, that's an, that's a debate, you know, that's a little bit of an argument or, or yeah. Yeah. Uh, be, but they know that we are, you know, mm-hmm. pro queer people pro, you know, feminism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to get mad about us being like, misogynist because we're mm-hmm. clearly not and we've said as much right um we didn't say did you just assume my gender <laughs> yeah yeah we're not just a stupid like a dumb... tumblr joke or something so you know yeah i think starting <laughs> from that point of like this is something you can relax and maybe learn something <laughs> yeah uh and you don't have to be on your guard about like is this going to personally offend you whether it be about your race or you know identity or your ideology uh i think is something I would have wanted. And it's basically like why I wanted to make the show is because mm-hmm. I would like, what if I wish I could watch a show like this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. There's definitely like, I think, uh, yeah, there's definitely a, uh, a lot of hunger on the, of like the new, you know, the newly popular and growing left for anything like that, where you just can have a level of like, I trust whoever I'm watching or whatever podcast I'm listening to, to not say something, you know, capitalist, liberal, reactionary pro-war racist whatever like yeah i think that's part of the reason that leftist podcasts are like such a booming thing right now about you know all kinds of topics because people who are leftists i mean unless they're a complete like all they ever think about is like the soviet union and they you know cosplay as stalin every weekend like <laughs> they have lives too they have other interests say like movies or video games or whatever books yeah and many of us are fucking huge nerds yeah i mean it's like you kind of have to be to some extent in the u.s to get into the left because it's kind of like getting into some weird hobby that nobody is into <laughs> and is frowned upon sure so it's like just like video that. games yeah and and then you're like well i'm also interested in all this other stuff but then if you try to watch you know normal gaming content or listen to a normal podcast then they might just say something that will make you really mad randomly all the time all the time maybe (laughs) yeah so having that level of like i can trust that people won't say something stupid i think is really powerful and we've that sort of made us like we're still figuring out as we make left trigger like how much we actually even want to talk about communism specifically or how much it's just like 
we're people playing a game and being funny, and then sometimes we talk about the ideology of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a sort of hard. That's one of the weirdest like balances to strike, and I and I don't think it's weird seeing this like first few episodes come out because we definitely like didn't know where that line was. <laughs> so, sure. you know, I think hopefully, I mean, I think that the show gets more be- better at writing that line mm-hmm. uh, as it goes on. But, you know, there was definitely a feeling of like, okay, we have to seem like we know our shit, you know, like we have to be able to like critique this video game um, with a very informed eye uh, about like how the military works, how imperialism works, how p- police violence works, etc. Um, but we're also trying to play a video game. It's like really hard to even talk. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I think I think we kind of kind of settled on it's more important to be entertain entertaining and funny and like let that kind of stuff seep in, um, and just talk about what we do know when when we're confident about it. Um, so I think the division. The Division series definitely has some funny parts and definitely has some insightful parts, but I think we'd get better at mixing them as we go along. Mm-hmm. So are you guys looking, do you think you're going to be looking to to like convert other people who are interested in watching gaming videos to a sort of more leftist position? Or are you just kind of interested in in putting it out there in the world and seeing, seeing where it goes? I mean, do you have like a, do you have a like a, a, an idea for where this goes for you like what 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 left trigger kind of ultimately becomes um you know i i talk about on beep beep a lot um that i think that right now the project of the left is getting as many people on board as possible mm-hmm. and i think that propaganda in all of its forms uh are really important. And I think that a lot of people, and we've, we've had episodes where we just talk about this, like at length, um, listen to the episode with Chris Wade, if, and, uh, and with Nick Hayes of means TV, uh, for more on this topic. But, mm-hmm. Excellent. um, uh, the, uh, I think the thing is, is like, there's a lot of people in podcasting and, and leftist media right now that sort of feel that it is just an escape, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like there's the sense that, well, just making media, it doesn't mean anything. And it's not actually praxis or it's not actually mm-hmm. political or revolutionary to do this. It's just entertainment. And we're just trying to like feel better about our terrible mm-hmm. place in the world right now, like in the imperialist core. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just the daily show or something where it's like, oh, you laugh at how stupid everything is and how, how fucked up it is. And right. then you feel better. And then but that's it. I disagree to a certain extent. Like, I'm not saying that it is, uh, you know, it's not revolutionary practice. I'm not like elevating podcasting to that level, but <laughs> sure. I do. I do think it's incredibly important. And I think that, you know, keeping the energy of people like there's definitely people who have like listened, like listen to Bernie Sanders and listen to Chapo and are now like two years later much more okay with the concept of communism than they were two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's like incredibly important if we do want to have, uh, you know, a strong left in America. Um, hmm. and so, you know, obviously there, there is more to be done after that, but propaganda, it, I think, I think downplaying the role of podcasts or YouTube is 
making the same mistake that people were making in the cracked era in er in the early 2010s saying like oh it doesn't actually matter none of this is affecting you it's just entertainment just from the left right right so i i think i think for me i don't know if i'm have a i have a i don't know if i could say oh this is going to take people who are liberals and make them more leftists or this is going to reach out reach across the aisle to people on the right and like make them more uh susceptible to leftist arguments i don't really know how it'll affect people but i do know that like having propaganda the more like propaganda the more people doing youtube's twitches podcasts uh the more people listening to those things uh the better mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um yeah and i don't know everyone has different like our fans have wildly varying backgrounds politically. You know, we've had people who have been like in the anarchists houses and like dumpster diving for, you know, the past two decades and have like always been down. Uh, and then people like me who've like read Marx in college and are like, have always been down. And then we have people who are like, I'm 18 and you know, you, I like weed and video games and I listen to this podcast <laughs> and now I feel like maybe I like, the Soviet Union? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and so I think everyone comes at it to a, a position that from, from their own, you know, everyone's different. So I think if you can help somebody get to a place where they're open to not listening to the CIA's propaganda, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. And we definitely, we had the idea when we were making the show, we'll see if and when this happens but that like because we're playing pretty modern games that somebody might just look up the division two on youtube and find our show yeah and then be like oh what what's this what the fuck are they talking about and that like that just kind of spreading into the general like sea of other content on youtube where people play games and then people could be exposed to it that way and i don't know if that's exactly gonna like change people's minds but i think it'll like get our ideas out there and like some people will see it or like show it to their friends and then get into the whole, maybe they'll find out what means TV is by doing that, or they'll find yeah. out about like leftist podcasts. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a different take on that? No, I mean, I, you know, it's, it, I, I ask because like, it's something that I've always thought about and it's something like a, a couple of my buddies who have been listening to the podcast for a long time. Give me, give me, um, rib me like gently for, it. <laughs> uh, in that, like, it's a political podcast in a lot of ways, no cartridge. And it has, I have very like, I guess, obvious politics from, like, tweeting and stuff. Like, it's not super hard yeah, to figure yeah. out where I stand mm-hmm. on stuff. Well, it says Marxists on your uh, on your website. So. It says, yeah, it says it almost everywhere that I, <laughs> like, I don't yeah, make yeah. any secret of it. Um, I used to, in, uh, when I taught, I would make a secret of my politics because I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. And uh, I just mm-hmm. overcorrected because my students guessed that I was a neocon or a libertarian. <laughs> which oh, no. I was like, wow, that's that's not accurate. Um, super wrong. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I mean, it, I guess I did a good job hiding it. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the – I don't know. Like, I don't – I don't jump into politics in such a way that, like, I'm always going on about, like, particular praxis or theory in the actual episode. Some episodes are totally devoid of politics. Um, and then other episodes right. aren't. Uh, like, obviously, this episode, we're talking a lot about it. So, like – it's something that I've never been able to come up with like a consistent answer to, like even, you know, 130 episodes in, I'm not quite sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I don't know, like, I guess part of that is because 
right wing politics have such a like they're so embedded into our social fabric that you can kind of um, you can kind of just like produce right wing talking points at a at a at the drop of a hat. Like you can, it's not hard to to kind of like dog whistle right wing ideology when you're like watching the game or like. Um, and I say that as someone who loves sports and has had to live through a lot of those conversations or like, you know, when you're, when you're just like playing a video game or something like that, like, again, this is why it can get so like twitchy when you're watching, uh, let's plays. It's like, Oh, are they going to do the thing that I think they might do now that everyone Which does? They always do. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> always do. But there's not really that kind of thing for leftism where like, if you want to make a left point, you kind of have to make it. Um, yeah. Like my family has that with me now. They know when I'm about to do that and they get either annoyed or supportive, depending on how far I'm going with it. <laughs> um, but like, you know, that's from being around me for a long time in everyday life and embedded society. I don't that. I mean, it goes back uh, to your point, uh, Brent, about about propaganda. Like it it you let the left doesn't really have that kind of sedimented conversational reality yet. Um, right. And I, I would say for better or worse, but it's it's certainly for worse um, for for our purposes. Uh, so I don't know, like it's right, which is why which is why it frustrates me when people try to downplay the importance of things like podcasting or leftist YouTubing or something, you know, like and try and make it seem like it's just like a silly thing because it's like, how do you think it got this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you think that we got to the point in American culture where literally everyone you talk to thinks like wall street is non-political that you know abortion <laughs> what could a, you be referring is, to <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like yeah that unions like steal your money or for lazy yeah, people who don't want to work or something the Koch brothers have spent billions of dollars making it this way because mm-hmm. of fox news because mm-hmm. of media like yeah like it if, if it was worthless why would prager you spend so much money making all their bullshit why videos even crowder get Koch brothers money why yeah. does ben shapiro get, and tucker carlson get Koch brothers money like this is this is a war that we have not even that we are like embarrassed to even be fighting right right the idea that like it should be (laughs) we should have a self-evident sort of politics of truth and that's that's all we'll need um as opposed to sort of saying like no that's not actually sufficient at the moment at all yeah it's it's limp it's limp dicked bullshit like Mm -hmm. you can't (laughs) you can't go up against like you know we're we're already going up um, up against a monolith ideologically ideologically mm-hmm. and like trying to pretend that you know if we just like tell people to read lenin or kropotkin or something we'll be fine or just like be nice to you know just like learn liberal identity politics and how to be woke we'll be fine it's just like <laughs> did you know there's like a holocaust going on right now yeah. like <laughs> right yeah. I, yeah it's it's too late for that you know yeah. i i'm just I'm just ready to be open with what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like anything I do, I want to be openly about, you know, or at least not even necessarily openly, but at least um, explicitly uh, propagandistic, right? Like mm-hmm. I want it to be this. I I have a, a more correct line than you and I'm doing something that it should be entertaining and fun to watch, but you know, this is about rail- rallying against the the status quo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
It is too bad that uh, Verit never worked out that, that website folded because <laughs> if it hadn't, then we wouldn't need to do propaganda or convince anyone. We could just be like, hey, have you ever checked out this Verit that says Karl Marx is right about everything? Uh, I got a Verit that says communism is good, so uh, own much. I love that. The Verit code was such a such a perfect idea. I can't believe it didn't, it didn't catch on. What was the uh, one thing we really, missed with that? It's um, really a shame. Yeah, yeah. They needed the numbers to be longer so it could be double verified that it was true. And then yeah, there you go. It. That... <laughs> well, go. Uh, Dow seems pretty hip to this kind of stuff now. You should go ask. You should go tell him about it. Maybe he'll. Uh... Yeah, I've, I feel like he's catching on. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, the problem was that there was liberal verits instead of communist verits. I get it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, my last, I guess, like one of my last questions, because uh, I, I, I think this all totally makes sense to me, which is like a nice thing to say honestly when talking about gaming discourse like a lot of gaming discourse makes no sense to me and is confusing <laughs> to me and i don't i don't yeah. follow at all um okay. and and so it's it's fun to be able to say like this all makes sense to me um but Great. you know one of the things i'd, I'd want to ask is um you know what like what is so obviously if we're, if we're talking about propaganda in terms of like producing media that people enjoy to watch that pr- produces a kind of like uh, low level or sentimented or however you want to think about it, left discourse. Um, what like in going to YouTube, in making videos, in sort of like producing this, like how do you see the series progressing? Like, do you, do you see it like changing over time? Do you want to take it an episode at a time? Is it always going to be a let's play? Is it something that you're imagining changes and shifts i'm just i'm just curious as to how you see this uh uh, progressing as a as a kind of concept interesting question yeah uh yeah (laughs) is that is bad interesting or hard no no no, it's very hard because okay that's fine i i I don't i i definitely i'll say this i don't have a plan Mm -hmm. uh i i definitely thought what my the whole thing was like I said at the beginning, um, you know, I, it would be nice if Game Grumps was communist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was sort of my only thought. Um, but, you know, having done BP Bledis for the past year, uh, you know, th- the show is already very influenced by podcasting, which is di- which is a different thing, you know? Yeah. So we just, oh, for sure. We just, we just did an episode that won't be out for a few weeks, but... We just did an episode um, with a guest, which is something that I don't think lots of these, you know, sort of Let's Players mm-hmm. usually do in the same way. It's sort of rare, yeah. They don't have guests nearly as often as, like, a podcast has a guest. Yeah, no, we, that, that's right. Like, there's usually, like, a fairly consistent uh, a fairly consistent cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and usually it's just, like, one or two people. And every once in a while, every once in a blue moon, will they have a guest and it's sort of a special thing. Um, but I think we'll probably have more guests. Um, being cool. leftists, um, being communists, I think that we'll probably, you know, want more people's feedback, want more people's input and like s- try to get as many different perspectives and uh, sort of seek out uh, different points of view. Um hmm. 
obviously all on the left. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no liberals allowed. But um, you're not going to be. You're not going to be taking on both sides. You're not going to have a Ben Shapiro on anytime soon. No, no, we don't participate in marketplaces in general, and especially <laughs> not marketplaces of ideas. Um, we <laughs> the worst, the, the most vile kind of marketplace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a guest, and and that was an interesting episode because we kind of just like had a really fun time playing a game that we both loved and talked about sort of um, things that were kind of ancillary to the video game. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty different um, than the way most of it works. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people will like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we'll just try at least for the first, at least for a little while, you know, look at the comments, look at people's feedback and say like, well, what do you want out of this? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. hopefully we have a fan base growing right now. Means TV has a pretty strong fan base um, and say, like, you know, if this isn't what you want, like, what can we do to, like, make it better for everybody to like it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think that we're kind of straddling the line between people who want to watch video games for video games sake and people who like parasocial relationships. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like want to feel, because I think the, I think one thing I, we didn't really touch on about this sort of like why podcasting and why like YouTube uh, let's plays and stuff is because like the left, I mean, everybody in America is incredibly alienated, right. And atomized. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But I think I, and I think that this sort of like new, this new uh, paradigm of parasocial relationships sort of is the new like building solidarity. I think like Mm -hmm. it's the new building coalitions of people and, and thought um, and ideas. And I think people really feel energy. I mean, I know I do like I listen to certain podcasts and hear people like get really emotional and talk about what we're doing and what they've been doing and like what kind of organizations they've been building. Um, and that makes me feel energized to do similar work, you know? Um, and obviously back in 1917 or back in the Paris revolutions, like they had each other on, on every street corner or whatever. And they would like hang out in cafes, but we have Mm -hmm. the internet now. Yeah. So (laughs) I think that for better or for worse, for better or for worse, that's what we have. And that's like the best we can do, I think. And like, obviously, you know, people in the cities sometimes have good organizing places, but not everybody does. And there's lots of kids in like the rural South or, you know, the suburbs of, you know, Las Vegas or something that may not have like the kind of community they would like to have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think having a show or a podcast or whatever, like to sort of be able to be energized with a a sort of political solidarity is uh, really helpful for some people. I know it is for me. So I think riding the line between being a funny show about video games and giving that to people is what I would like the balance I'd like to strike. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know exactly how we'll get there, but we're going to try. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's also, it's a balance that it's almost, it's not like a different show when we play a new game, but it's like, it varies widely, like more than a podcast. If you're like interacting with a totally different thing, because we played some games where we wanted to, we it was like an indie game that we liked and we wanted to like see what the story was and see what the game had to say and respond to it and not yeah. a, like in the opposite way of the division two where we were like i think i hate everything this game is saying so <laughs> i want to make fun of it and insult it 
So we played games where we're like, what's the story? Like, I want to find out and see what this game has in it. And then also, like Brynn was saying, we had a guest on and played a game where, like, we would kind of just be, like, shooting the shit for a while as they played the game and mm-hmm. then occasionally, like, mention something on the screen. Which I- is, like, that's a format that some Let's Players definitely do where it's, like, a big part of the draw for people is, like, they want to watch somebody that they like play a game and kind of feel like you're hanging out with your friend and yeah like, i mean it, it, it's they just talk about shit very couch co-op i mean it's sort of like it's, it's super parasocial right because mm-hmm. you could just watch like a long play or a speed run if you want to see what's in a game but i think people even though they are just watching a game at the end of the day if you're watching some kind of like twitch or youtube or a let's play or something you still also want to like have somebody talking about it and like giving you feedback and like feeling like it's more interactive than like just sitting and watching the game yeah because then you could just play it yourself <laughs> right and, and and to that to that end i mean we've definitely already thought you know cons- when we started it there was sort of a sense that we would probably have to do streams um whether that was like youtube streams or twitch streams right um i think if people like the show they're gonna want it um mm-hmm and uh, we'll probably end up doing those too, every so often. Yeah, those um, are weird. So. Yeah, you—that's what you do, right? Sometimes, yeah. I, um, I mean, a lot of times, what I've done with streams is I've, uh, I've done them to, basically, like I've done them to help my help me finish games, like to find time to do gaming. So, like, yeah. if I'm streaming every night, then I'm actually at least getting ahead on on games. Um, but I also did a 24 hour stream recently, which was sort of my first foray into like, okay, like let's, let me try like a really serious stream here. And it's a, it's a lot, like it's, it's a whole lot to do, to do something like that. It can be like, it can be a, it's a very different sort of, um, well put it this way. It's like it, I understand parasocial relationships because like I'm online, um, Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand that parasocial relationship, and I, I, in many ways, still don't. Like, it still is very confusing to me. Uh, of the Twitch streamer? Yeah, I don't know why people uh, watch streams. It still kind of confuses me. I try not to say it on stream as much as I used to. Uh, but it seems counterproductive. Uh, but, why do you like me? Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> Um, but no, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I, I get why people listen to podcasts. I get why people watch Let's Plays. I really don't get why people watch streams. And it's because I grew up in, um, in an era of time where all I would want to do is, is say like, why can't I have the controller? Like, mom said it's my time. You know, like that kind oh, of yeah, thing. Oh yeah, totally. You know, like that's, yeah, yeah. that's how, that's how I was, that's how I was living. So like, it's, it's just weird to me that like, it's an okay thing to just watch someone do something. But I mean, it's cool. And like the the community there is neat like i um do you guys know um if you if you if you know uh, hassan piker at all um i a little bit yeah. yeah maybe yeah uh he has a really really good stream and actually i was kind of like i've mentioned it i think i mentioned it on the 24 hour stream i don't know if i mentioned it on podcast yet but um I'm, I'm really inspired by his uh the way he does it because basically his stream is just like it's effectively just him talking where mm-hmm. like it, it it's just him kind of like you know uh shooting the breeze with with his audience kind of just like chatting and and um and talking about socialism he has guests on he'll he'll talk to i mean he he's a very much a a um a uh 
he kind of trucks in the in the uh, marketplace of ideas in some ways because he'll just have people on uh, and like if they're mad at him he'll be like why don't you come on the show and talk about it. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Uh oh. But no, I mean he's 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 very left. He's a he's a good dude, but he's braver than I am in that case because I don't want to do that or more interested maybe sure. is the better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know he um. I, I'm, I'm inspired by his way of streaming because, like, he plays that sort of personality and then uses it in the same way you guys are talking about to sort of bring people into this idea, into the ideas, to be like, hey, like, if you like mm-hmm. me and you think I'm cool, like, here's what I believe in. Here's what I think is cool. Here's what I think yeah. is important. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's important. Um, yeah. And you could, I'm sure, make an argument for if you have, like, whatever guest on and they have their own fan base and then you could, like, win them over to the left that you know it's like i don't think that's something we would try to do on our show or our podcast but like it seems i I don't think it's like you know ironclad that that wouldn't work i'm sure a lot of people could be won over yeah sure so yeah i would just get too mad yeah i would just be like fuck you dude like that would be my problem i would i would i would just end up embarrassing myself because i'd end up like just yelling um, yeah, and it, wouldn't, yeah. it yeah. wouldn't help anyone. Like, I would just end up on like those YouTube compilations where it's like Jordan Peterson triggers this lib, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triggered gamer. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, no, I, mean, I wasn't I, triggered. I was just angry. <laughs> yeah, I love to argue, but like if I'm being argued with in bad faith, I become a huge bitch. Like I'm just like, <laughs> well, if you're not gonna like actually engage with the ideas or the concepts or the facts, like I'll just uh, call you a dumb idiot all the time and like who cares. Um, <laughs> So I'm not the person to do that. I don't. I do respect people who are able to do that well. Um, oh yeah, no, for sure. I don't think I. I don't think I'm the one to do it. No, me neither. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm inspired by the way that like he uses the the IRL stream, which I always thought was like a truly baffling thing. Like I, I didn't understand why anyone would use the IRL stream. Um, what is the IRL stream? So like, there's a there's a uh, on Twitch there's a um, a category of streaming called IRL. Um, which is, uh, as it sounds, it's, it's real life streaming. So people will stream like, you know, they're at the basketball court and they'll put a little camera there or they're, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, they're oh, like getting a coffee and they'll stream just, themselves doing that. Oh, it's not games. Like not just vlogs kind of day to day life. Okay. And it's, it's like, it's usually, I think like typically it's like number three or four, uh, in terms of like the most popular Twitch channels. Um, Weird. it's always incredibly popular. Uh, but like the weird thing about it is it is also like, I mean, to me, it's completely indecipherable. I don't know why people like that, (laughs) but with, and like more so than Twitch, like I understand people like video games that I get. Um, I do not get why people like learning about other people's lives, but, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like I hate everybody. I just I don't like this at all. Um, no, I I like people, but I just I <clears throat> I don't like watching them on TV. Um, but the when he used it, when it was just like it was a conversation, and he was streaming a conversation with me where we were talking about leftism. I was like, oh, I get it. The point here is that we're just chatting about leftism in a way that makes it extremely normal um, mm-hmm. and not weird and not like you know, in a way that intimidates people and they're on Twitch and they're watching us do it. And they are all of a sudden thinking, Oh, Hey, like, I don't hate this. This actually could be something I like. And that like, 
that all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's about having an audience and making them like you and like listen to your work. Everything is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you ever listened to uh, Chris Wade's podcast called And Introducing. It's like about music. I know that pod. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, Chris Wade. Uh, yes, yeah, no, no. Um, he yeah. produces Chapo now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the Chris. Chapo producer. Yes. I was forget yeah, his last did... name. Yes, I know And Introducing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did an episode about uh, SoundCloud rap. Okay. And that was one of the things they talked about, that it's like a lot of those like SoundCloud rappers, like I think Lil Pump and uh, – XXX Tentacion before he died like they were just constantly on Instagram live like they would just spend like all day like streaming themselves doing whatever wow I think to the point where Lil Pump got like arrested a few times because he was doing something illegal while streaming (laughs) nice so it seems like some kind of thing that like Gen Z is really into I'm sure not just Gen Z but it's like that's a lot of who the I mean all those SoundCloud rappers are Gen Z because they're like 19 or 20 right and that's yeah. a lot of their fan base I think we're old enough to call it the youth culture now yeah like <laughs> kids who have grown up having a smartphone since they were 10 or younger or something you can always call them zoomers that's that, that yeah yeah <laughs> that'll make you that'll make you feel old yeah that's my favorite yeah so yeah I don't I don't know what exactly you know draws them into it but I think it's just like a thing that is easily accessible to like go live on Instagram, go live on Facebook, mm. you know, growing up with Snapchat, like all these things where you're just like really used to watching like streams of, you know, just your friends, just, your actual friends. Yeah. Your friends too. So like if someone's famous and you're like, Oh man, I love this person's music. I, I would love to watch what they're doing constantly. Like, cause that's also sort of the format for like a lot of right wing content on the internet is just like, people streaming themselves with like shitty lighting in their room talking for hours about <laughs> the west or something and like yep. you know people watch that people love that like <laughs> i remember i um i saw like one or two shows by uh that really like weird dude um sticks hexenhammer um, okay. He like I, he, I forget know. like there's like there's like a I don't know how many like YouTube is one of those things where I'm not sure how many people know about it and if I'm if I'm behind the times or <laughs> or not. But sure, um, yeah. uh, I remember that he had there was like a there was a joke about him where it was like uh, <laughs> where it was something like because uh, he has like really long hair he's super thin and like very reedy and strange looking. And it said, like, <laughs> women won't date me, and here's why it's feminism's fault or something. And, like, they got, like, a big a big Twitter, like, people were making fun of it. Um, not unreasonably, like, let me, let me add. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, um, like, I, I watched that, and I was like, man, this this sucks. Like, this is just, like, <laughs> I hate watching this. And, uh, yeah. but it had, like, millions of views. I'm like, okay, so... I guess here's 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 my here's my takeaway. I, I guess, and then I'll I'll let you guys go. We got to an hour. Wow. Um, uh, Easy, I, I think. I didn't even realize we were doing. I didn't even realize we had uh, talked so long. Um, but um, which is great. But the um, you know, like the the thing that I that I struggle with a lot is uh, not sort of responding with, oh, okay, well, I don't get this, so it's like it's dumb, or I don't, I shouldn't have to to understand it or whatever. Uh, instead, like. Oh, I don't get this, but it seems people like it, and I'm pretty sure I could also do this. Um, so, how do I yeah. do it so that I can get my perspective across in a better way? Um, and I think that's just like that's just like a much better way to approach all of these questions. Which I mean, I say that because it seems like that's how you're approaching it. Which is like, listen, like I'm not 
we're not saying anything bad or good about uh about um uh let's plays we enjoy them um i think you'd enjoy them and uh and here's some left ones because we can do that um instead of like breaking down like well why do people watch these let's plays why are people interested in the right why 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 it's more just like we can do that too yeah who cares right (laughs) yeah like the medium doesn't matter like i mean like you know if we could have if we could have billion dollar movies in theaters like every few months or we could have like uh all the netflix shows like that would be even better mm-hmm. but like we don't that's have what the mean money. tv is we trying don't... to do what did you say that's, what that's true to be. netflix but leftist, yeah yeah no so. exactly like Give I mean, money it's to left starting to, mean to TV? become that way so like definitely i think i think just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks is important mm-hmm. and so like you know I agree with you about like the some of the types of mediums I just don't get like I like you know those like left tubers like contrapoints and philosophy tube and stuff Mm -hmm. like I watch I watch their content when it comes out but sometimes they'll do like two hour long streams of them talking to each other Mm -hmm. I'm like who the fuck is watching this (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're not like I don't I don't know maybe because I, I would maybe I'd listen to it if it was a podcast or like but like generally yeah. they're not even like on a particular topic or like mm-hmm. they're not like most of them aren't really like well read you know leftists or anything they're just sort of talking bullshit about stuff and it's like that's fine but I don't get it why would I do that but I do like to talk <laughs> right and, yeah. and I know <laughs> and I think some people need to hear some of the shit that's in my head so if people mm-hmm. are going to watch it I'll do it like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't get the medium, but if that's if that's what's gonna it's gonna take, I'll do it. And so yeah. until we get like a left Koch brothers, you know, <laughs> then uh, I think we all George Soros isn't good enough for you. Yeah, yeah. I think uh until we have like a lot of funding and figure out how to do that all together, um, which I think we should uh figure out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um but until then, I think as many people who want to make content uh, as 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 possible is good because the right is doing it. All these all these, you know, random white dudes with the, uh, you know, Nazi flags in the background are doing it. So mm-hmm. there's no, no one's no one's arguing that, hey, there's too many of us. We should not. Have, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> on, yeah, on no, right, that's right. They're just yeah. saying. Yeah. So the just more the merrier. I mean, point. everybody sh- yeah, exactly. So why why not why why can't we do the same thing? No, I, I I agree. I think you're absolutely right. Like it, I we we spend way too much time on the left worrying about. Um, I don't know. I guess like worrying about the plausibility of of what we do, um, and, and worrying about like mm-hmm. if it makes sense, or worrying about if there's a future there, or if it's the right move, or whatever. Wherein, like, I think one of the things that Chapo really got right um, is that they kind of just like they just kind of did it. Like they were like, all right, we're doing the show. And like, I don't know. I I know those guys. I know that they, when they were like setting out, they did not anticipate it would be as successful as it is. Um, Yeah. How could they have? Yeah. No. And I mean, they're not, yeah, they're not like, they're not prescient, but like the, I think like the really interesting thing about Chapo is that they kind of just were like, okay, well, we're going to give this a try. Uh, Let's just like make a show where we're just like BSing about, um, I don't know, or BSing about, like, leftism. And they didn't kind of ask themselves, like, is this going to work out? Like, is this going to be something that we can be proud of 10 years down the line or something? They just kind of did it. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And there's something, I mean, there's something really to be said about that. There's something to be said about, like, just kind of being like, well, um, let's do it and see what happens. Right. And I think, I think to me, it's, it's also like, what do you mean work out? Right. Like, yeah. you know, right. I, I, I think what, I don't know what people expect. Like, I definitely run into these people in the, in like, people are like, well, I don't know. Like, is this going to bring the revolution? <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> are fuck, you fucking, <laughs> yeah. what is like, nobody knows. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think that there's, I, th- I don't think setting up goals of that are arbitrary is useful, you know, like get out there and proselytize. You know, I, I think we need to, I think what I want to do is to, I want people to understand that proselytizing and pro- doing propaganda is useful. Mm-hmm. It's helpful and it furthers your cause and it, it makes our it makes our side stronger. It makes people want to read things and like creates a community of people who like I who feel bad for not having read marks, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's that's a new thing. There are 18-year-olds out there in current day culture who are like maybe I should I should just read it. Yeah. Or maybe I'll listen to an audiobook. Like that's great. <laughs> I think that's great that that though that person exists right now, you know? Because it's like we need people who understand things to organize and mm-hmm. you know, there's not going to be one silver bullet that like is like okay, a vanguard party exists or okay like a direct act you know not to not to be not to turn my hand on what my tendency is or whatever but like if whatever you think will happen there's no no going to be a silver bullet that's like all right that's how we do it it's mm-hmm. like it's going to take thousands and hundreds of thousands of people being like i want to do something mm-hmm. and putting yourself out yeah. there and saying i'm ready to do whatever it is and for now i'm just going to show myself out there doing something mm-hmm. and whether that's you know doing a step-by-step chapter-by-chapter podcast of, about capital mm-hmm. <laughs> which exists and is fun it's called mark's madness or whether it's you know bullshitting about video games from a communist perspective like mm-hmm. who's to say what's going to be the most helpful yeah. Yeah. until until it works right that's right yeah i think i think that makes a lot of sense and like the i guess what i'd add to it too is like it's not as if i say this it's not as if you know your effort if it doesn't work is going to be like mocked or it's going to be actively harmful <laughs> or something like that maybe it will be but yeah. like it doesn't matter really <laughs> well, like you know, ultimately who cares if you're a dumbass like (laughs) sure there's gonna be people who are like this is my idea and then like twitter will dunk on you and you'll get ratioed yeah like you'll you'll know if you're doing something that's actively terrible yeah like but also like ben shapiro gets ratioed like prager (laughs) you gets ratioed that doesn't stop them from making their propaganda yeah yeah. i mean but you know like if everyone around you says like no this is somehow bad like Mm -hmm. no one's telling people who are like just making a podcast that like this is hurting the this is hurting the leftist movement in america mm-hmm. like and if they are they're wrong right. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's not it's it's it maybe the worst case scenario is that all of this is for nothing right um but you know i can have a podcast and go to meetings and organize like on my you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i can do lots of things so yeah i mean do you think if video games existed in the 1800s marx wouldn't have played a ton of video games yeah while he was oh, like marx sleeping it off on the couch fucking gamer <laughs> it's, a, it's a controversial statement but i'll 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 I, you know what i i buy it <laughs> i buy it yeah 
Uh, well, this has been really fun. Thank you so much for coming on, you guys. This is this is great. Um, uh, so you gotta give all give us all your links. Uh, where can people find you? Where can people find the the um, the show? Where can people uh, you know just like yeah, yeah. where's all the stuff? Okay, so you can follow me and Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm at kinematography mm-hmm. uh spelled weird uh, <laughs> probably be in the show notes uh don't try and spell it <laughs> uh i'm at good opinion haver on twitter and you can also follow our podcast which is uh at beep belief on twitter and instagram yeah and facebook mm-hmm. um yeah and our podcast you know it's on apple Podcasts or whatever you mm-hmm. use you can on spotify also, you can find us on any app yeah basically. you can go to patreon.com slash bp if you want to give us money mm-hmm. um and you then should. left check yeah, you probably should. <laughs> and then um, Left Trigger is on uh, Means TV on YouTube. Um, so just search Means TV on YouTube and mm-hmm. subscribe to their channel. Subscribe to us. Yeah, yeah. And Means has a has a um, has a Twitter too. You can find it there. Uh, it's yeah, just all at, over. And you have a catchy at, you have a catchy means name, TV. so it should be easy enough to find. Oh, yeah, thank you. I would Hopefully. think. Um, their, their, their Twitter is at Means underscore TV. Right. Right. Um, Cool. Well, um, thanks so much for coming on. Come on again anytime. I, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys produce. Yeah, man, this is super fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, anytime. 